You are now listening to the Fikemi Average Podcast, the home of quality content. Stay tuned. Hi guys, it's Fikemi here. Welcome to 2024. Um, if this is your first time listening, you're most definitely welcome. And if you're a returning listener, what's good? What's popping? What's going on? Welcome back to the FAP. Welcome back to the Fikemi Adiruju podcast. It's your host, Fikemi Adiruju. And I'm actually so happy about today's episode because huh, I haven't had like a heart-to-heart conversation with you guys. And as you can tell by the title, I'm going to be talking about things i'm glad i know in 2024 basically things i learned in 2023 and i'm going to try to make this brief (laughs) um but we're going to be starting off strong but first of all how is the new year going for you guys the new year has been good to me it's been good um one thing i'm learning to do though is give myself a bit more grace um, so, you know, like with the whole new year resolutions, new year, new me, and a couple of things we might have worked on, I, it's kind of not been working out, um, for me, it's not working out yet. And I know it's still going to work out because I'm just easing into certain lifestyle changes, but it's not been working out and I'm giving myself grace about it because, you know, it's just life. Also, um, usually when I have goals, set up for the new year and stuff like that especially with the ones that involve like lifestyle changes i usually start working on them immediately the thought comes to my mind so let's say on the 20th of december i was like i'm going to start taking more walks in 2024 i'll start taking walks from the 21st of december and from there i'm able to figure out figure out what's going to be difficult to deal with how i'm going to be able to um, figure out where I'm going to be walking and all of that stuff. So on the 1st of January, when I continue walking, it will just be me continuing with better experience. And I'll know how to like navigate most of the decisions I need to make and stuff like that. So basically, I don't wait till like the 1st of January to start working on lifestyle change. Immediately the thought comes to my mind, I just try to work towards this and I feel like it helps and it's a lot better because we're human and being realistic with yourself is very important. So there are some people that can do the whole mental switch of 1st of January, get on your grind. But a lot of people are still in December Pro Max. So this is basically December Pro Max for them. January starts next month <laughs> for some people. But that's the only thing that's really been um, an itch, would I say, in the new year. But all in all, I'm having a small time. My brother came home for Christmas and it's been lots of family time. Um, it has also helps me understand that we're now very different people. Um, I knew that to be honest, I'm not like I actually didn't see most of the arguments we had coming. So the way I don't know if it's because we hadn't seen each other in almost a decade a decade, most of our conversation on the phone were very sweet and fun and lovely we had just little to no arguments i could literally count how many times we had serious arguments over the phone but when my brother brother got back we were clashing a whole lot and 
I think it's because maybe because we haven't seen each other in a long time and we've grown into separate adults, right? So it was just okay, we had the perspective and understanding that we're siblings and I think we're still interacting with each other like the last time we saw, which was over seven years ago. <laughs> that was when we were still teenagers and now we're adults, right? Things are so different. We're no more in secondary school now. Like we're done with uni. We have started real life. So there were just a couple of things that we needed to figure out and understand, right? And thankfully I have such an amazing um big brother whenever we had arguments he would come to my room and sit down and be like oh he's sorry for whatever might have happened and we'll have like an actual adult conversation like what's happening why are we clashing where could this be from did I trigger something you know we had proper conversations and we're able to kind of navigate um our relationship better and I'm just so grateful because and it also helped me understand that long distance relationships you you kind of you have to see and spend time together because some things that you know you talk about online are so different from talking about them in person but yeah let's get into today's episode so a couple of things i learned last year i'm going to start off strong with relationships right um i learned quite a lot in dealing with relationships not, not just romantic relationships but relationships in general like with people with friends and your significant other and one thing i'll say is communication is very important try to make sure you communicate and understand what communication truly is communication is when you say something like this is like my basic understanding like me breaking it down when you say something and the other person understands what you're saying so you saying something doesn't mean you're communicating but you communicating is when the other person understands what you're talking about like they are they've come to full and complete awareness of what you're discussing that is actually communication so at times you feel like you're communicating but you're just putting like you're just sharing your points you're not really communicating to be honest because to you you communicate like you talking in a particular way right you share your information in a particular way but you have to ensure the other party understands that understands the information you're sharing as well so yeah that's one thing i really learned in terms of like dealing with relationships communicating and not just working with assumptions working with assumptions is very deadly because the other party might not even be acting close to what you're imagining so you feel like oh this person did this that means they do not respect me, do not regard me, um, they have this certain belief of me, all of that, all of that. Meanwhile, they probably didn't even hear you, they probably did not get the message, they probably misunderstood the entire situation. But you have built camp with an ideology that isn't true, or with a perspective that's absolutely false. And it takes a lot of humility to when you're spoken to about it or when you finally understand each other to reverse the perspective you've put in your head. Because due to pride, a lot of people remain adamant on the perspective they've built and it just affects the relationship. So you have to be careful. Another thing I learned in 2023 and I'm grateful that I know in 2024 is never love yourself less 
at any point of getting involved with someone. So let's say before the relationship, you were so in love with yourself, you respected yourself a lot. And then when you got into a relationship or you get into a relationship, you realize that the love you have or had for yourself is depleting. Like it keeps reducing and that's not how it's meant to be. You're meant to even love yourself a whole lot more because like there's so much love you're giving to yourself and there's so much love another person is giving to you. But then on the reverse, it's like your love is being reduced. So that's where you have to have a check-in and be conscious. So how can you tell when your self-love and self-respect is, you know, is shaking? When you do not mind being sad or being on the receiving head, hey, Jesus Christ is the Lord over my life. Was I about to? <laughs> Lord have mercy. When on the receiving end, uh, when you're on the receiving end of a lot of, um, a lot of the heat, and you do not want to speak up because you don't want to offend the other party, or you do not want to be seen as a certain way or seen to be a complainer, you actually don't have any respect for yourself because if you do or if you did, you'll not let yourself be talked to or treated in a particular manner, especially when it's in your control. So there's no pride or reward for someone who doesn't speak up for themselves. And that goes to my other point. In whatever relationship, make sure you share whenever something doesn't sit well with you. Last year, I found myself doing it a lot. And that was building resentment. So I was unconsciously or knowingly building resentment in certain relationships I was in. And... It didn't occur to me to, I started reacting in certain ways to just little things. So something you don't even consider as a lot. For example, let's say someone took your pen without telling you and they bring it back. And instead of you to be like, oh, guy, you took my pen, you not tell me. But thank God you brought it back, Sha. You're now like, why did you take my pen in the first place? That's how you always do. That's how you did when. So I caught myself um, referencing certain instances where I was, maybe where I felt hurt or disrespected of some sort. And I was like, oh my God, I clearly haven't forgiven this person for this or I still have some form of resentment or feeling towards this person about this. And that's when I knew that I was building resentment towards um, certain relationships I had. So like with my friends and all of that. So I had to be cautious. So Whenever there's something you're not cool with, speak up. Because the other parties were so confused. They were like, this is something we have dealt with already. Like, I thought we had already apologized and moved on. But I was still holding on to it because I just let it slide. So don't just let anything slide. Talk about it. If it bothers you, if it's something that you lose sleep over or is in your thoughts a lot, don't be scared of talking about it. Another thing is, if you're in a position where you feel scared uncomfortable bringing up things that bother you or hurt you in a relationship specifically or in a friendship then you need to check whatever situation you're in are you being bullied are you being oppressed because why are you not comfortable enough to share when something hurts you why are you scared of the other party's reaction you know you have to do some form of introspection like why are you scared of what the other person might say or how they might react or how they might take you not being happy about something they did wrong. 
you know so that's not healthy and that is slowly becoming toxic so yeah that's another um thing i learned another thing i learned in terms of relationships hmm uh apart from talking about things that bother you um and all of that i would say oh the most important especially if you're a believer and you're in a christian relationship whatever routine you had with god before you got into that relationship make sure nothing affects it so let's say before you go into the relationship you were always praying by 10 p.m make sure you continue praying by 10 p.m make sure you continue quality time with god do not for any reason or for anyone replace quality time with god it's very important our god is a jealous god right he's not going to be pleased to see you spending time you suspend with him with someone else with another person because it's your man or your babe he's gonna scatter whatever it is you guys have going on and i can tell you that for free he is going to definitely scatter because it's not even to your own benefits why will your a relationship um a new relationship affect your relationship with god it shows how indisciplined you are and it's something you need to check it's an experience i had last year and it really taught me to never try it again he's not going to be a fan of it so never replace god's time for time to chat away it also shows to your significant other the things you don't joke with <laughs> that's another thing i learned you need to fix that when it comes to your parents and maybe there's something urgent they need you should be able to say whoever it is oh baby i'll call you back if it's especially not a tough conversation or maybe something deep that's going on if it's just you guys gisting you should be able to be like oh babe hold on let me attend to my mom or let me attend to my dad or let me attend to this quickly you know because they also have to understand that you are an adult you know you have your own life and i know it's time for you guys to talk but that's just life there will be interruptions and it doesn't mean you're a bad person or it doesn't mean you're not serious about them it just means that something came up and they just need to exercise a little bit of patience for you to sort it out really so yeah also look into that because that's when you start paying attention to the red flags how they react and all of that another thing i learned <laughs> that my dad actually taught me was that a clear evidence of someone not caring about you is if they don't prioritize your well-being let me give you a very clear example let's say you have a nine to five right and you meet someone who doesn't have a nine to five they have flexible work hours maybe they work remotely so they basically work on their own terms but they know you have a nine to five but they keep you up talking on the phone till like 2 a.m 12 a.m 1 a.m 3 a.m and it's nothing really serious it's not a conversation that kind of be pushed to later then that person doesn't really care about you i want to know your take on this <laughs> to be honest because this is something i learned and actually made sense to me because if someone actually cares about your well-being they would even be prompting you to go to bed because they know that oh let's say for example my case let's say i'm with someone who 
I'm talking to all the time. I love talking to, and they know I love talking to them, but they always encourage me to go to bed by like 10, 11. They was like, good night, babe. You have to go to bed because you know you have to meet up with the staff boss by five. You have to be up by five, but you need sleep. So you feel good. You feel better and well rested for the day. That's someone who cares about you. But someone that's like, you're like, oh, I have to go to bed. Mind you, this is like 12 a.m. or 11 p.m. And they're like, uh-uh, stay now. <laughs> Let's keep talking. Mind you, they don't have to wake up by 5 a.m. They can wake up by 9 or even 12 a.m. Or 12 p.m. rather, if they want to. But they know you have to be up early. And they keep you up till 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., chatting away. Even if it's a tough conversation, they should care about you enough to postpone it to sometime in the afternoon or later in the evening. But someone who doesn't, you know, prioritize your well-being, that's something. It's because yourself. Maybe to some people it might even be a red flag. Leading to my last, I think it's been my last um, lesson from 2023. The red flags are always there. When you start noticing some kind of characters from people or from a person, maybe a friendship or relationship, just know that the red flags were always there, but you were just blinded by it. So it's very important to set your standards very early before you get into the relationship. So when certain things start to come up, you know that it's not something you can you know, deal with and you know what you can take and can't take. Be very clear about it. And if you didn't hear anything from what I said and everything I said, never be afraid. One thing you should take, or two things, don't compromise your quality time with God for anybody, especially your significant other, because God is going to shred that relationship into pieces. <laughs> I'm just being, I'm exaggerating, but like, don't give him a reason to take that relationship away from you. If it's going to distract you from him, it's good, he's going to take it away. Um, the other thing is never forget who you are. So never place another person before you. Don't be afraid to talk about something that's bothering you. If you're feeling any sense of fear about bringing something up or having a conversation about something that is bothering you or you don't feel good about, you need to check it. Is the person or like, is there, you know, a form of aggression you're trying to avoid is there a certain way the person reacts when you bring up stuff? Like, do you feel manipulated into believing that you're the problem? You need to really check it because obviously relationships will have ups and downs and have tough moments, but it should never get to a point where you question how someone is going to take what you're going to say. So, yeah, that's where you being kind with your words comes in and them as well. You have to be kind with your corrections. If there's something someone is doing, that's why I learned in 2023, if some, someone is doing that you don't like, be kind with your corrections because even if your intention is for the person to get better and grow and improve, if your approach is very disrespectful with a very terrible tone, very unkind words, it is not going to land on the other person's side as a correction with love. It's going to come more, more as an attack. So in your head, what you were thinking and what you intended to do was, you know, look out for the person and let them know this thing they did. They should work on it. But all that came out of your mouth was 
Abara. <laughs> What's it called? Abara. With Abara. That's like a slap, a hot slap on their body and just spikes here and there, just cutting them into pieces. You should never correct someone you care about with aggression, with, you know, you raising your voice, with using unkind words. Now, I advise you flee because it's going to do more harm to you than you know. And if you let it linger over time, it's going to really affect your self-esteem and your confidence. And that's when you start being afraid of speaking up or sharing opinions and it just results into a lot more issues in that relationship and you start to feel more or less and less of yourself. That's a contradiction. I said more or less. <laughs> you start to feel less of yourself a lot more and that's not something we want over here. We're meant to love ourselves and the people we will end up being with will make us love ourselves even more because of how much they love us. Not a case where you start loving yourself less, or your self-respect becomes less because you go into a relationship. Nah. Also, do check-ins regularly. Do personal check-ins and check-ins with the other party. So it helps you know where you stand, right? So have a check-in with yourself. Are you happy? Are you comfortable with this person? Do you still see long-term with this person? What's the goal of the relationship? Are you guys still on the right track? If this person ends up being the father of your children, will you be proud? If any of your children end up having any of this person's characters, will you be happy? And when you think about this, if there's a character that comes up that is questioning, you know, if maybe you think about the question and you're like, oh, if any of my kids have this person's character, would I be bothered? So what character in them will make you bothered? Right, So if there's a character that would concern you if your kid picks up, make sure you work on it with your partner. Make sure it's something that can be worked on, just in case, you know. So yeah, they're just checking questions you should have, like, and just think about, like, how can I be better? Even as yourself, like, how can you be a better partner? What can you do better? How can you improve? How can your relationship be better? Because things are never perfect. You have to keep working on them, you know. Okay, that's for relationships. In terms of um, Christianity um, and basically our relationship with God, in terms of that, one thing I learned last year is whenever you feel far away from God, that is the point where you run as fast as you can back to God. Don't let it be a case where you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to stand before God anymore. I'm not able to be, I be, be in his sight or be in his presence. That's absolutely false. That is when God wants you to come to him the most. So whenever you get back to a place that you had moved on from or you believed you had healed from, don't dwell in it. The first thing you should do is run back to God. Another thing is, if you find yourself doing certain things or involving in certain sins, let me just use the word sins. In certain sins you had stopped, if you find yourself going back to them, run back to God and tell someone else. Because sin thrives a lot in secrecy. When you're hiding it, when you know that's when it thrives, it's spreading its wings, it's flying. But once you tell someone you've defeated the power sin has over you, because then, like, if you don't tell anybody, it's just you dealing with the thoughts and dealing with everything by yourself. 
you know, nobody to check on you, nobody to keep you accountable. And then the thoughts come, we'll just do it again. Nobody's going to know. We'll just do this again. Nobody's going to know. Or you already started it. So what's the point of stopping now? You know, you can still go and beg God for forgiveness. He's understanding. That's when all those thoughts come into your head. So be careful. Don't let sin thrive in secrecy. Like, let it out. Let it out. And once you let it out, you will feel freer. So also be careful who you let it out to. Because hmm, people are, people can be funny. Just have someone you trust. It could be a friend, whatever. Someone who's not going to judge you. And just let it out. If it's your journal, talk about it. But I support you telling someone. Because if it's your journal, it's still a secret. To be honest, you're the only person going to read it. Yeah. Um, the last thing I think I want to talk about is understanding time and going through the process with joy. Uh, last year, I really learned that there are certain positions we believe we should be in or certain heights we should have attained that we haven't attained that concern us and bother us and make us just you know, dwell in a lot of, oh my God, I should have been here, been here, done that, all of that stuff. But I started to understand that every beautiful product has a process. And do you really want to spend that process being sorrowful and wondering when it's ever going to be a success? Or do you want to enjoy the process with joy? Because there are some parts of us that still need to be refined and fixed before God puts us where we want to be, right? Or where he wants us to be. Because if you don't go through the process and let God work on you, you're still going to remain where you are. So God really wants you to get to a certain point, wants you to grow and increase and all of that. But you're most likely the one holding yourself back. Because there's something he probably told you to fix, maybe a character trait, or maybe your greed, your arrogance, your pride, how you handle certain things. He needs you to fix your compassion, your empathy, before he puts you on the limelight so you don't end up embarrassing yourself. So see it as God protecting you and working on you and refining you to be the best version of yourself before he puts you out there. Because trust me, there are certain mistakes and certain things you cannot do at certain positions that will be taken lightly. So whatever mistakes you made probably in primary school, making them now maybe something costly, making them now have more of an effect on you because you're not an adult and you have to be cautious. So not saying you can't make mistakes, but you have to be cautious. Uh, another thing I wanted to say that just skipped my mind is, hmm, Holy Spirit, help me remember. Yeah, so even though you're going through the process and all of that, you have to also remind yourself that nobody really looks for the process of how something was made except it was a good product, except that thing ended up being successful. That's when you have the questions of how were they able to do it who helps them do it? How did they accomplish this? What did you do? Right? That's when you have the interviews. Oh, tell us how it happened. How was your childhood? Your childhood contributed to this and all of that. That only comes up if there was a successful product. So in terms of products, I, just, I don't mean obviously like an actual, like products can also mean you, do you get? So nobody's really going to ask about, ask about the process except you work hard on making whatever it is a success so you need to be 
working hard on improving yourself every single time. Another thing is when you're waiting, when you're waiting on God and just waiting in general for something, don't pause your life because you're waiting, except maybe an instruction from God. But if it wasn't an instruction from God, don't pause your life because you're waiting for something. Keep developing yourself. If you're waiting for a job, keep studying, keep working on yourself, keep building, keep taking courses, keep asking questions, keep doing research. If you're waiting on God for a relationship, keep working on yourself. And to be honest, especially to single people, we the singles, right? We're still unmarried, so we're single. (laughs) You need to keep working on yourself. And it should be a case of you're chasing after your goals and your dreams and chasing after God and your relationship with him. And then whoever comes along and is able to catch up and meet up with you being driven to your goals is who you should give an ear to. Not that you're waiting, the person that comes to wait with you, you put us start to wait together. And as you're waiting together, you are deteriorating together. Nah. Be on the grind, be on the go, chasing your dreams, work on yourself. So whoever you meet along the way is the person you consider. Don't just be stagnant because you believe you're single. You know, there's some people that believe that because you're single, like it's when they get to a relationship. It's when um it's when they get to a relationship that their life really starts. And that's absolute cap. Don't wait to get in a relationship before you start your life or plan your life. Like just do you. Chase your dreams. Don't live life like a single person or someone that's waiting for a partner. Live your life as someone that God loves. Just live your life. Don't consider, oh, I'm waiting. Nah, 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 nah. Because as really as babes, because I'm sure that's not how men live their lives. They just work hard, go on the grind because they know they have to be successful and provide for a family. So you work hard and be on the grind because you know that you have to be successful and provide for a family as well. You know, so keep working on yourself. Don't ever stop because you, because of some silly belief on, you know, I've heard, I've actually heard it. I've even heard older people talk about it and give that advice to younger women that, oh, you know, men are the ones that are meant to go out to work hard and you women, your mother should be teaching you how to nurture the home and everything. Not saying that, you know, being able to take care of the home and nurture kids is anything bad. But it is terrible advice to tell a woman not to grind and for a man to grind. <laughs> the world we live in now, it doesn't work like that, right? You need to play your own part as well. And there's nothing wrong. See, if someone comes and is like, you know what, what he wants me to do in this life is to be his baby girl, to be his soft wife. He sponsors everything. I don't have to pay a dime. Me, who am I? Why, Why would I fight with you? Why would I tell you that? No. Uh, we must pay the school fees equally. We must pay the rent equally. I don't want, I will not me argue, God forbid. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to be opposed to the idea. Like for my life to just be soft, I don't have to pay bills, nothing. That is not a problem for me, to be honest. That is actually a lovely life. But this is just like, you know, in a light sentence. But seriously, right, even if that might that opportunity comes to me, I'm still the kind of person that'll be doing something either creating content full-time or working in nine to five there's nothing wrong with you giving me money and also me making my own money like there's actually nothing wrong with that you know and i'm the kind of person that never wants to be at the mercy of someone else imagine me having to ask like my partner for money to buy underwear or for sanctuary towels i can't faint (laughs) i'd rather actually faint than nah 
never by the grace of god cause my uh -uh, please so in as much as i'm like oh it would be nice to just be you know Oga's wife and not pay any bills like just be you know smart pretty supportive have an amazing partner that spoils me spends all the money sometimes you'll be a thing of you know when like you are so spoiled and you don't have to even pay any bills or worry about anything like you just wake up in the morning and you're like oh should i even go to work today not like i even need the money let me just sleep in (laughs) i'm just kidding but um i don't think i'll ever get to a position where i would pick not doing anything just to be Oga's wife I have to do something. Like, I have to do something. Because I, I don't know. But personally, I have this belief that when you're contributing in some way, you will never lose your respect. I believe that if you don't have your own, it's going to be very easy to be disrespected. But the other party knows that this babe, she's... Like, without me, she's good. So without me, she has her money. She has her life together. She has her goals and her dreams. So I need to be on my toes and not mess up. That's the kind of thing I want. It's not a thing of, uh, if she wants to leave, let her leave now. She can't survive without me. God forbid. Because even my parents and my dad and my siblings don't treat me that way. They don't treat me with the whole, oh, she's the only daughter, so we're going to do this. and No, 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 no. They, they, they made me a tough babe. Like, my dad didn't bring me up with the whole, oh, you know, I'm going to do this for you and provide this for you and do that. He lets me do, he lets me do things for myself. He never secluded me from any of the responsibilities. If it's to put the generator on, to refuel the generator, to change the generator or to wash the plug, to make sure that there's um, certain things done in the house, things that will be ideally, you know, seen as the man's duty. There was no man or woman's duty growing up. It was more of my daughter is able to survive on her own, whatever the situation might be. So if there's something up with my car, maybe if I'm leaving my house and I'm using the generator, I should be able to know, okay, this is why the generator is sounding this way. This is why. So it's just more of a survival thing. Like you're good. You don't need, like he raised me not needed any man, you know? So like my whole life has just been, you do it for yourself, you work on yourself and all of that. There is no, oh, I can't wait to get my, because it's my husband that do this. Like, I'm more of a get everything done. I don't really need your help. <laughs> so if I'm allowing you help me, it's more of like a choice of me allowing you help me, you know, because I really need your help. But anyways, that's besides the point. So these are just a couple of things I learned in 2023 that I'm glad I know in 2024 because they're really helping me shape my 2024 and just improve as a person because to be honest you never stop learning and that's the absolute truth so yeah um i really wanted to record this episode because i have a couple of guest episodes lined up uh, moving forward and i was like we cannot continue the year without me having a one-on-one chat with you guys like a solo conversation just us now we're not going to continue so yeah, I hope your new year is going great. You can text me, send me an email, fikemiadirujo, fikemikreates at gmail.com, Instagram, fikemiadirujo, Twitter, fikemiadirujo, Snapchat, fikemiadirujo, every social media platform, fikemiadirujo. You can text me and reach out to me and just let me know how your new year is going. I really, really want to know. So please tell me, how's the new year going for you? And I pray by the grace of God, this year is one of the, it's going to be one of the best years we've ever had 
in our lives and in our families. And I pray by the grace of God for every FAP member and every listener and everyone who's joining the FAP family that this year will be a year filled with miracles, testimonies, and mind-blowing opportunities. This year, we'll have so much to celebrate together. This year, you guys will come back and be like, oh my God, Fikemi, this happened. We're celebrating this. We're celebrating that. Because I even want to introduce like monthly check-ins, like testimonies, things you want to celebrate because this is our year of celebration. So we'll be having monthly celebrations on social media. You can just reach out to me and send it to me because it also encourages people. It's like one of my favorite things to listen to during church service after the praise and worship session is testimonies because I feel like testimonies are a whole sermon on its own. You know, it just helps your faith and builds your faith because, you know, if God could do it for someone, another person like you, he can definitely do it for you. So we're going to be doing lots more celebrations. So take note of it. It doesn't have to be huge things, right? If you're able to complete something you wanted to do, maybe a course or complete a fitness challenge or whatever, you know, and the huge things, I'm also open to them and I pray we'll have a lot to celebrate this year. So starting from January, I'm going to be opening up the celebration box or the celebration platform or whatever I decide to call it. But it's going to be a celebration and we're just going to come share things we're grateful for and things we're celebrating. It doesn't have to be spiritual, right? You can celebrate the fact that you finally learned how to cross the road. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this. And I'm so glad that you are in 2024 with me. God bless you and have an amazing rest of your week. See you later.